So here we are with the leader of the 12th Virginia tonight. <laughs> they were leading the CSA round one, USA round two, got a big 2-0 tonight, advancing to the quarterfinals where they'll be playing IVB in two weeks. So that'll be exciting. Uh, initial thoughts for how you guys play tonight? Yeah, you know, Eagle, I tell you what, man, it was definitely hectic from start to finish. Not so much on the second map. We were kind of more relaxed. Um, I was a little bit nervous for the. I, I will say this. I was a little bit nervous about that second map because, uh, uh, you know, once the timer started ticking down past 25 minutes and we were probably even on tickets at that point, uh, you know, maybe a little bit ahead. But it felt it, it felt like we were almost on the same page as if it was the first round again, as if we were making mistakes uh, as they did. Perhaps in the first we were even on tickets at some point in the initial charges and. I just could not figure out how to break them as we were on defense, wondering how we were still even on tickets when, you know, we just absolutely decimated them. I felt like we had a pretty good stronghold on that left side. That was the plan. But man, I, other than that, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, it was a, it was a one hell of a fight. And, you know, I hats off to Zapstar 59th, uh, 30th Ohio for coming out and uh, CQB GB ninth core decided to switch over because of balancing. I appreciate them for joining in the fight, you know. Yeah, cool. Thank you. So let's go to the first round. Uh, you guys were defending Eastwood Skirmish. What was your strategy uh, to defend and win? Yeah, so the strategy, I don't know if you caught it, but that right side was never meant to be held uh, fully. You know, I, I kept seeing drop flags over there, but it was basically like a nice center Dutch where we, we split off the buck and ball companies all over the left side. Uh, I called it the catch and harvest defense where we wait for them. We position a little bit off from the corn and we wait for them to pop out and silhouette themselves among the corn. It's pretty easy to see, especially with that sun. The weather was nice. I'm not going to get all into technical technicalities like that, but no, it, it's true. The sunlight kind of, you know, reflected their, their blue coats and made them darker than the actual corn. So we were able to see them. And that was kind of the initial plan. We had 30th and myself. Uh, Sussy Brigade was supposed to be holding the right and to shift left, which they did. Appreciate them for that. Um, for that woods side. Now, we didn't find much success in the beginning. I felt the, the success was definitely uh, – and not, I was not confident in that. I did not feel comfortable at all with how things were going. So we kind of adapted a couple more strategies. Again, just playing back, let, him, let them be – the aggressive ones here and we'll just play and position ourselves away from the corn so that we can't be flanked or taken off guard and if anything we'll get the first shots off that's kind of all that mattered really is that we get the first shots off and somewhere near the ending of that first round our strategy went kaput and eventually we just had to form lines and counterattacks to secure that point if we were able to and that was all coordinated on the fly. That, that all had to be coordinated on the fly. We kept taking hits. And, man, it was, it was just one hell of a fight during that first round. It was just coordinate what we can, hold, and we go together. We move together, and that was the plan, and it worked phenomenally. It was definitely thrilling watching that big line just consistently shooting down the whole Union team. They positioned themselves pretty poorly, uh, and you guys just shot them up. So two questions I have for the first round. So you said you didn't want to defend that far right side um, by the snake fence on top of that mini hill. Eighth uh, Mississippi was there, and they were consistently getting wiped. Did you know that, or was were they meant to be over there? Or 
I was not made aware uh, of of all wipes. Uh, they, they they told me at some point I saw a flag and I tried to communicate with them in Steam chat. Uh, this is no uh, criticism towards Eighth Mississippi at all. Perhaps I didn't hear them, so that might have been a misplay on my part. But uh, from my pr- only my perspective, which you know, take this one with a grain of salt. I did not hear anything about happening on that right side. Um, the idea was if they did get wiped on that right side, that Sussy would send a couple guys, maybe Eighth Mississippi could communicate with Sussy Brigade and say, hey, you know, can we get like seven more guys to hold this off? And so uh, I, don't, I don't think part of that plan got, <laughs> got fully, you know, encroached. But yeah, if they, you know, after maybe the second or third time, I don't know how many times they got wiped over on that right side, but that was never meant to be held. It was more of like, if you can hold it, hold it shoot them as they come across the field. Otherwise, just pull back and rally up with us. Cool. Thank you. One other question I did have is, so you guys formed that big line at the end of the first round. It worked out in the end, um, which was kind of to my surprise and my co-commentator's surprise just because how exposed you guys were. But you shot up the Union pretty well, so the Union couldn't form up in charge. Was there any thought to kind of push out pass point onto the snake fence uh, by the corn where Union will normally hold on that map. Was there any thought to push out to there? No. And I'll tell you why. For the simple reason that for them to reorganize. So we had, we had a good idea of how good of shots we were getting in that big line. Um, we would much rather let them trickle in from spawn and hold on to the hope that they can still hold on to that position. So we knew that they kind of felt panicked perhaps because I was definitely panicked uh, holding that position. Um, so we knew that they were probably also in a frenzy, like probably saying bails and go something like that. That was a situation I had read and hopefully my literacy is still good enough to suggest a hold like that. Otherwise, um, I am kind of charged shy, especially from that Miller's cornfield charging on last stand. Um, but this one I felt purely confident on for the sheer fact that they have to come out of the corn, you know, in a very stringent column. 10 yards away from the stone wall that they have to climb over and we're on point already. You know, that, uh, that point doesn't extend all the way down that corn fence. It's just, you know, a little, little area right there. And at that point, you know, to answer your question fully, it's just, uh, it was just a situation where it was the most ideal thing we could do with the amount of guys we got. And there was no, no idea of pushing past further because we knew they were already scattered and coming back from spawn and we already had good angles on on any point that they can reinforce. And so that's, yeah, that's pretty much my piece on that. All right. Thank you. So now moving to that second round, uh, what was your strategy to attack Eastwood skirmish and win? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the attack was, uh, the attack part was interesting because at, at some point we had found a period of time where we had almost mirrored the MSG strategy of going in trying to get as many tickets as you can but fortunately for us we had the defense first and we had one so we weren't too obligated to to really press the attack so to speak but we we did want to go in and and go through the corn pretty much all those attacks near the center the middle of the game were made up on the fly it was just a matter of coordination and going together is what mattered and honestly yeah none of the attack plan went through except the first one we had charged through the corn right and we had set up positions on their wood line got a couple good shots we were ahead 
And, you know, I think after that, it was just more of like holding a position where we could all rally with how little organizational UI we have in terms of officers, right? We only had two or three officers. So we all had to organize at one place, separate companies, and then go from there. 30th, you guys take left. The rest of us, we will go, hold off, you know, and uh, it eventually led to a successful attack, I think, against IVB uh, nearing the middle of the game. But, um, yeah, you know, they, they, we didn't really have a name for the attack <laughs> for the attack plan. I guess it was just called, you know, you know, shimmy and riddle them with bullets. But it was pretty much just go in, try to take as many tickets. We, we were able to slow the temple, and this will be the last thing I'll say. We were able to slow the temple somewhere near, again, the middle or to the end of the game where we rallied up on the fence. We were able to probe attacks, make them attack us, which we found success from. And, you know, everything, uh, everything pretty much went according to our coordination and not so much the plan. But it was pretty much the same as MSG, you know, charge in, try to get as many guys as you can with buck and ball and rally at some point anywhere over there. And and it was it was a successful attack without the pressure, fortunately enough for us, without the pressure of that timer or capping early on, which I think did lead to some, uh, you know, of MSG's sort of quickness or, you know, sort of. uh panicky type vibe to, to cap point because they, they need that point. Unfortunately for us, we didn't have that burden. So, Yeah, indeed. Capping the point really hurt them, especially since they lost because it really comes down to the quickness of winning the game. And MSG needed to be really aggressive on the defensive in that second round, but um, they, they weren't for the most part. But congrats on the 2-0. you have any other quick thoughts before uh, we go over to the MSG leader for tonight? I just wish an MSG a truly blessed day. Um, uh, I'm sorry for the loss, MSG. Truly, I am. But boy, the, uh, I gotta say, Eagle, that, that uh, to MSG and yourself, that was one of the hardest damn fights I've ever played in this entire game, standing today from a year ago today. That that is that was some of the fiercest fighting near the end there to hold off on that last stand on our literal last foot. And, and honestly, I couldn't ask for a better, better event than this one. All my guys are ecstatic and you know, it was a, it was a good hell of a fight. So that's all I got for you. All right. Well, thank you for taking your time to do this one-on-one and now we'll talk to the MSG later. Thank you. All right. Here we are with the leader for the Missouri state guard tonight. Uh, Unfortunately going out against 12th VA, but two great rounds nonetheless. So we're here to hear his thoughts and strategy for tonight. Uh, so what was your overall thoughts of tonight? Well, uh, you know, Missouri State Guard and uh, their team fought extremely well. I have no complaints at all. Uh, on the first map, uh, you know, MSG was had a sharp rifle on that left flank of the Union left flank top of the hill. We were giving them hell, and the main force went down the corn did what they could do with the bucking ball. And, uh, I mean, it was just a hard-fought match. We thought we had it to the very end, and uh, 12th Virginia just pulled out. They fought better than we did tonight, and uh, if we had to lose against anybody, it would be the 12th. So uh, we're very happy to hear it. Uh, good luck to the 12th, and uh, we'll see you in the next season, boys. And uh, we look forward to more. But uh, in the CSA map, uh, we fucking defended well. Uh, I, I can't say any more for the fucking entire CSA team and the Missouri State Guard as a whole. Uh, 
was a Spec Ops team in First Missouri. It was our first time out, and we did absolutely fucking excellent. So shout out to y'all boys, First Missouri, Eighth Missouri. Uh, good job, boys, and ye fucking ye. We'll see y'all on the next one. Cool. Wow. Glad to hear that. Uh, so let's go to the first round uh, where you guys were attacking. What was your strategy to attack on Eastwood's uh, skirmish? And how did you guys plan to win? Oh, shit. Okay. All right. So the the, the main strategy was uh, in the first map you did when we were attacking was uh, MSG was going to take that left flank top of the hill. We're going to use the, the top of the hill as a great shooting position. We had the sharps rifles. We had a full fucking 20-man company. We're going to use that power advantage. We had the Missouri State Guard Special Ops team clear the fucking uh, road and the fence obstacles to allow the artillery to move into that left eastern fucking field. And uh, the rest of the main team went on that right flank into the corn. And that's where we proceeded to push. We had a buck and ball team of about 80 men. And uh, we held pretty well. And uh, we wore the CSA team down, I thought, good. And, uh, you know, they just came out better in the end. So a couple of questions I did have. So I think capping the point to try to make the uh, black timer stop, I think it's a great idea. It's just unfortunately you lost and that came back to bite you. But at the end of the first round, Union, it looked like you guys were trying to reform kind of in the corn, but CSA just kept shooting you guys down. Were you trying to reform in the corn and then charge? Or like what was your thought process at that moment? So, so I think it was a miscommunication. Um uh, if we had gotten wiped in the corn, we were supposed to regroup at the main spawn. But that was the game plan. But, you know, everything fucking happens on the fly and you adapt and overcome. So I think everybody just tried to regroup as they were because it was a good position of concealment, but it was just bad cover. So I think that's all it was. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So second round, what was your strategy? Uh to defend Eastwood skirmish, and how did you try to win? Yeah, so on the second round, when we were defending the CSA, uh, our main strategy was uh, we put two units to the left, two units to the right, and we were going to uh, we anticipated they were going to do a a main push either one way or the other. So we were going to send at least three regiments one way left or one way right to counter the enemy movement. Uh, Missouri State Guard maintained that right flank on the CSA for the most part. Uh, I know that they came up and pushed, and the uh, 1st Missouri Spec Ops was able to hold that right flank with themselves. Uh, the main left flank held fantastic in the corn and uh, did what they could do, but uh, you know, just ultimately we got to overcome, and it was a, a hard-fought battle either way, and my guys had a great time, and I hope everybody else did. So that's all I can say. Yeah, it was it was a great two matches to watch. Uh, is there any other comments for the overall event? Uh, anything you want to shout out before we call it off? Uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. Uh, we had a great time, BLN. Shout out to you, uh, Eagle. Great job, man. And uh, 12th, 12th Virginia, great fucking job. Y'all whooped our ass a little bit. That's all I can say. <laughs> and uh, good job, boys. We look forward to fighting you again, fighting by your side, and uh, we'll see you all in the next one. Yeah, thank you, Sparring. Appreciate it a lot. 
So next week on BLN, we'll see uh, the fourth-ranked 5th uh, Virginia play the 5th-ranked 5th Florida. Flash Sussy Light It's going to be a great match. Like, comment, share, subscribe. For more, join our Patreon. Link is in the description. Get perks like get videos before everyone else and see behind the scenes. But, yeah, have a wonderful night, everyone, and we'll see you in the next episode. Have a good night.